Welcome back to the Women Offshore podcast. If you caught my episode a few weeks ago, you heard from Helen Bunny, the Principal Program Assistant of the Technical Cooperation Division at the International Maritime Organization, where she is the focal point for the IMO Women in Maritime Program. A part of IMO's gender program is supporting women across the world through local women and maritime associations. One of those associations is in Fiji. And today, you and I are going to hear from two women in Fiji making a difference through the Fiji Women in Maritime Association. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. Back in September 2016, the Fiji Women in Maritime Association was founded to promote the visibility of women in the maritime sector, establish a network to connect, inspire, and promote female maritime professionals and provide the opportunity to engage stakeholders within Fiji's maritime industry. The Fiji Women in Maritime Association, known as Fiji WIMA, is a part of IMO's gender program. They are a very active group, and I had the pleasure of meeting their president, Jane Coy. She has been leading the association for about three years now. Here with Jane today is also Captain Asina Satella. I asked them to come on the show so we could learn more about Fiji Wima and how they are making a difference in the maritime industry. Welcome to the Women Offshore podcast. It's so good to have both of you here. Well, thank you. We're blessed to be also included in the Women Offshore podcast. Yeah, the same here. Thanks, Ali, for having us on this uh, podcast. You two have done so much with the organization. And it's a very active group. So before we go into what you've been doing, can you give us some context about Fiji's maritime industry? For Fiji's maritime industry, uh, during this COVID uh, pandemic, our government of the day has uh, deemed the shipping industry as an essential service provider. So if anything... You know, we're on the go, we're uh, facilitating trade, and that in itself uh, speaks volumes of the work that we need to do in the industry. So we keep those shelves stocked and uh, people in employment. But unfortunately, it's not uh, a bit of roses, so to speak, for some of our colleagues in the maritime industry. And so for the maritime industry in general, we're trying to support each other in that manner. Generally speaking, our government of the day has introduced the Blue Lane Initiative to allow the Yorties to come in. Um, so that's a positive to keep our economy running also. Overall, how are women involved in the industry? Oh, as uh, for me, I'm a deck officer. I'm, uh, I've got the class four master here, like uh, locally. I was on the tugboat. I was the chief uh, chief mate there and a training master. Yeah. Uh, okay. We have a few female engineers. We have uh, more. We have plenty deck officers and a few master captains, eh? females here in Fiji. Uh, that's excluding uh, offshores. We have uh, more females in the offshore departments. Yeah. So it seems like you have made some progress in reducing that gender gap. 
as a maritime industry. So how does Women in Maritime Association Fiji fulfill its mission? We try and focus on three key pillars, and this is just coming off the Pacific Regional Strategy. So we try and localize that in terms of um, leadership. We're engaging with the stakeholders in the industry. So that's, you know, it's working great. It's fantastic. We're connecting with the people and broadening the networks. We're recognizing the women in maritime. We try our very best almost on a weekly to fortnightly basis to get some human piece uh, interest stories in the local newspapers that highlight and raise the profile of women in maritime. But at the same time, most of our focus is on capacity building where we're running generic subjects. One of them early this year was on sexual harassment in the workplace. And that's a common subject that we, we share. Mental awareness you know, and well-being was also one that uh, hit home when COVID-19 hit us all globally. And the most recent one was on uh, fundamentals of leadership. So it was really fantastic to get our members to come in, those that were displaced in terms of employment, to come get some upskilling done, prepare their CVs and get them back again into the workforce. Yeah. Again, you do so much. And it's really inspirational for me to see how your group has evolved over the years. And I understand why it's necessary, but can you share with us why is a group like Women in Maritime Association Fiji necessary? And can you share a story of how it's made a difference? Thanks, Ellie. You know, our focus is stemming off the SDG 5, trying to bridge the gender gap. People tend to look at it as, oh, this is another women's group that's going to come together and talk about trying to bridge the gap and women empowerment, that sort of stuff. But the interesting thing with women in maritime is that we encourage each other to include the males in our conversations. We've identified a few male champions to help mentor and guide us, but also sharing their experiences professionally. Interestingly enough, the Fiji Women in Maritime Association has about 3% male members in the association and it just kind of helps build on the on the confidence for the women to do well in their professional careers in the industry. Asena will share a, a brief story. Uh, during the COVID-19, yeah, I was in uh, Lotoka, but my family was here back in Suba. We were not even allowed to go out of the gate. We have to like stay on board. And if you want to go for stroll, we have to just stroll on the, I mean, at the wharf and then back on board. So I stayed there for four months with the same routine. And uh, the only way we can contact uh, my family is just on Facebook and Viber and social media. And yes, it was really hard because I have two small uh, kids, they back at home. And during that time, we never know when, when will the border open. So, yeah, it was hard for me being a single mother. And uh, thanks to the association, they always call and ask me if I need anything for my kids or my family. So I told them, yeah, it's okay. If I need anything, then uh, I let you people know because they, they're here in Suva. So it's easy for them to take whatever I ask them to, to go and give to my family. Yeah, so they... They call and encourage me to, like, be strong and all. 
And if I need anything, just to let them know, they're more than happy to to take it to my family. Yeah, I imagine that was so tough. And it's great that you had that network to be there for you and for your family. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. So what are you both excited about that you're working on for the association now? Oh, we're pretty excited about aligning our uh, localized national strategy to the Pacific regional strategy. It's a it's a four-year plan. And so we, we've brought in a few uh, like-minded, great minds uh, of people that are in the industry to come and help us, show us the technical points of how we can achieve all these things in terms of empowering our women, recognizing them, uh, broadening the network in educating our people in the industry. And so that really is just work in progress. Uh, we're, again, you know, continuously promoting and raising the profile of women in the industry. Uh, most recently, we had participated at a high school careers day, uh, something that we've put on our annual uh, calendar and other schools are being very interested in what the maritime industry has to offer. And it's amazing how these young minds are, are then beginning to think, wow, here's a career opportunity for me. So whilst we look at the challenges that we face here in the industry, we're, we're swinging it off uh, on a positive note to, to make people realize, the general public in general, to realize that you know it's a, it's, it's a wonderful industry to be in. We're lucky to have you in the maritime industry. Thank you. And not just putting women first, but the industry out there for people to see. So thank you for everything that you do. How can someone support your mission and how can they learn more? Our biggest challenge at the Women in Maritime Fiji is that everybody that is on board that serves on the executive committee are actually doing it on a voluntary basis. So it is out of passion, it is out of commitment that, that we do the work that we want to do here and try and make a change in the industry. One of the biggest uh, hurdles that we're facing at the moment is trying to get funding opportunities to allow us to continue the work needed in the industry. And so we're hoping through the visibility that we're creating, the human peace stories that we're featuring in our daily newspapers and the social media platforms that we're using, the networks that we have created, that you know a few funding opportunities will uh, come our way and help us do the work that we need to do. Yeah, I hope so too. If someone wants to give to Wima Fiji, where should they go? Is there a place online or who should they contact? We have on our wish list a website. You will notice that we don't have one. That's on our wish list. So for now, if they want to, if they'd like to look up Fiji Wima, they're more than welcome to do so on our Facebook page. We have an Instagram account, and a Twitter account. So those are the forums that we have at the moment. We'll drop the links to those accounts in the show notes so people can reach out. Before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to share? Thank you so much, Ali from Asena and I. Thank you for allowing us to be on your podcast it's a first for us. And so, yeah, excited quite nervous. <laughs> excited, nervous but more excited yeah. because it's with you that we're sharing our story. Ah, oh, thank you. Well, I love hearing your story. I remember meeting 
Eugene for the first time. And I think you had a beautiful flower in your hair. Yes, I did. <laughs> and just your energy and your pride for the maritime industry was shining. And I felt like we were kindred spirits. So it was great meeting you and, and, and it's great to stay connected. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, ladies, for coming on the Women Offshore podcast. We'll stay in touch. Thank you for having us. Take care. More than Manda. Goodbye for now from Fiji. (laughs) Before you go, here are some events on deck from my colleague Savannah at the Oil & Gas Global Network. Hey, everybody. It's Savannah from OGGN, and here are the events on deck for March 2021. This month, we only have three events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events I talk about here. We even include events that occur two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. First up, we have our two in-person events, our OGGN Here and Now live event on March 4th at Churrasco's in the Memorial Area of Houston, Texas, and the Texas Wildcatters Open at Black Horse Golf Club in Cypress, Texas. Next up, we have our three online events, Sarah Week from March 1st to 5th, Transformathon from March 1st to 7th, and the TAMU SBE Career Enhancement event on March 26th. Other than these events, OGGN may be hosting some more live streams this month, so make sure to check out our Facebook, LinkedIn, or our website for more information about any of the live streams we have coming up. If you have any questions about the events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for March. I hope you guys have a great month, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop. Make a donation or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there and I'll talk to you soon.